welcome. I'm the Parliament Raven. Welcome. Pull up a seat. Pour yourself a glass of tea. My name's Jason Rodriguez, and I'm the Parliament Raven. And today's episode is called A Slap to the Face. Injustice and Retaliation. And why am I bringing up the slap to the face? Well, as we know recently, Will Smith has been in the news because he slapped Chris Rock in the face. And looking at it after a while, it took me time to get to the point where I really wanted to figure out how this all ties into our walk and how we are supposed to respond to such a thing because, man, there are a lot of responses out there to the slap. So let's start with what injustice usually is uh, and why it, uh, it, it affects us. So... <clears throat> Things that we find unjust are like poor laws, lies, inflation, hurtful words, abortion, human trafficking, um, bad elections, uh, stealing, uh, the Will Smith slap catastrophe, the Ukraine invasion, woke Disney, and the list goes on and on and on. So, why bring it up? Well... Injustice isn't a bad thing per se. Our very molecules, I would say, hate injustice and wants to respond, retaliate, has a need to do something, to shout at the dying of the light, if you will. Something inside of us, primal, screams. And maybe it goes all the way back to the garden when we were kicked out and we felt that injustice was occurring to us where there was no injustice. I mean, we totally disobeyed. But maybe it goes back to then. I don't know. But what do we do, Parliament? Well, the common answer would be we respond, of course. But the better question then is how? How do we, Parliament, how do we respond? The Old Testament in, Levitic, in Leviticus would, would say, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And that's Leviticus 24.20. And that's not the whole verse, but that's part of it. And Gandhi would respond, Gandhi being a man of peace, not a perfect man at all, not a believer. But he would say, an eye for an eye and the whole world goes blind. But that's not, that concept is Gandhi looking at Jesus. What? Yes, he's looking at Jesus. And <clears throat> looking at Jesus, Jesus talked about response to such things as injustice, whether it be oppressive injustice, whether it be injustice of, that degrades or dehumanizes us, Jesus had a way of responding. There is a kingdom way to respond. 
And that is found in Matthew 5, 38 through 41. <clears throat> and it starts with, you have heard that it was said. Okay, I wanted to note, I want you to know that when Jesus is saying you have heard it was said, it means this is a law that has been followed. It's like someone going, hey, you know it's, mom used to say, or there's an old saying, or, you know, how about that old, the way that old saying goes, right? It's, it's something like that. But in this sense, it's talking about religious teachings that the Jewish people of the time were, uh, were taught. And so he starts with, you've heard that it was said, an eye for an eye, and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist the one who is evil. But in any, if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if anyone would sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go a mile, go with him too. Now let's first look at Verse 39, and I have to look at verse 39 because it's wrong. It's translated wrong, it's been wrong, and scholastically it's been fixed, but it's not fixed in most Bibles, and it's disturbing. Why? Because what father in their right mind would want their child to be overcome by evil? It goes against everything Jesus preaches about. It goes against what Paul preaches about. This is not a common So why does it say that there? Well, there once was a king by the name of James who translated the Bible. And he didn't want his people to rebel. And he wanted his name in a Bible. And so it it was translated so that people wouldn't revolt. Right? Because Anastanai, I'm probably pronouncing that right, you Greek uh, professionals, uh, go easy on me means to violently resist, to rebel, or to engage in an insurrection. But we know that the Lord does not want us to usually respond with violence, but with good. So what does it mean here? What is the Lord actually saying? Well, the scholars would translate it, don't react violently against someone who is evil, right? Don't react violently against someone who's evil. So let me read that first that first those first two verses again. You have heard that it's said an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, don't react violently against someone who is evil. But if someone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if someone all would sue you and take your tunic, well let him Take your cloak as well. And if someone forces you to go a mile, well, go with him two miles. What is he saying here then? How is this not reacting violently? How is this not being trodden upon by people? Why? This sounds like Will Smith should have just let Chris Rock go. I'm not saying that that he he was right in, in responding to the injustice about his wife by slapping Chris Rock, but someone would say, what, what is Jesus talking about? And we, if we first go back to the slap, 
So back then, if you were going to, if you truly were going to dehumanize somebody, you would slap them because otherwise not, uh, not slapping them means you'd have to, to punch them and acknowledge them as an equal. And that is definitely not a strategy you want to do when you want to show you are better than someone. No. Here it is. I'm looking, I'm looking for my notes. My apologies. <clears throat> In this point, to resist evil, you're, uh, the person is going to slap you with the back of your hand. Because you notice Jesus says right cheek. And if you turn the other cheek saying, well, that didn't do nothing to me, you're going to force the person to slap you with the, their, their hand or punch you as an equal, not with the back of their hand, which is dehumanizing at the time, but, but as an equal. So not only are you regaining your, your stance at, uh, and your humanity instead of being dehumanized as something less than, you're uh, forcing your opponent at this point to acknowledge you as an equal and that they have no power at all by giving them your other cheek. But then God, but then Jesus himself goes on and says, well, somebody sues you. Don't just give them your, your tunic in which they're taking, but give them your cloak too. So at the time, you'd have your clothing, and if you couldn't, and, and if that's all you had, then that's what you put up to get money. And if this money changer or lender was like Ebenezer Scrooge and had no heart or was crooked, they take your clothing and leave you with a cloak, naked underneath your cloak. And at the time period, nudity in court was not a thing, not a thing that was accepted, especially in Jewish court. And so giving them your cloak too and walking into the courtroom naked would show how horrible, because first of all, the lender took your cloak with your tunic, and second of all, would show how audaciously horrible this lender was, that this lender had no tzedakah, uh, no uh, compassion, no charity, and that they were willing to take you, take you for everything you owned. And not only would it embarrass them, but it would embarrass the judge who has to see you naked because that's unacceptable, especially in their courtroom, right? So again, Jesus is showing a, a, a act of response to injustice, to rehumanize through outright uh, embarrassment of everyone involved. <laughs> and last but not least is my favorite. If you go a if someone forces you to go a mile, go too. So at the time, a Roman soldier could conscript you we, and to, to carry stuff for them. Uh, you're part of the army for a mile. And we see this uh, uh, when Jesus is, uh, is walking to Golgotha as they, uh, they pull the man aside. I think it's, it's Lazarus. Um, they pull a Jewish man aside to carry Jesus' cross for him because Jesus is beaten to a pulp and can't carry it. Uh, and the soldiers don't want to carry it. So I, we see that there. And we don't know if it was a mile. So there is, there was, in order so that people wouldn't revolt and that there was balance to this, there was punishment if you forced somebody to go more than a mile. There was, 
you, you could be beaten, you could be jailed. It wasn't a good thing. You could be court-martialed. It wasn't a good thing if, if, a soul, if you were forced to do more than a mile by a soldier. And so what Jesus is saying is, take the power back. Go an extra mile. Because you can imagine this soldier not wanting to be punished, begging for his stuff back from the person going the extra mile. Please, please give me my stuff back. Please, please, please. Right, so it's it's a redistribution, a change of from being defensive and dehumanized to being offensive and joyful. It's that whole take all things with pure joy to the point where justice is being served, and and it's not responding violently. You're not saying no. You're not rebelling. You're not punching the person in the face. You're not slapping them in their face, Will Smith. You are responding with kingdom curiosity, right? You're making them wonder, well, why are they going the extra mile? Why is he here naked? Why his other cheek? And it turns the situation on its head. And the kingdom is a place where things in this world are seen on its head, parliament. And here we go, on its head. It's turning things upside down. It's like someone running through the world just being a philanthropist and giving money to people. Oh, okay. It makes no sense when somebody pays for your, your Starbucks in line or, or uh, your whole bill is paid and by somebody who's sitting in, the, in a restaurant and you don't even know them. Turns things on it. That kind of charity, that kind of response turns it on. It, things on its head. It's, it, 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 things turn on their head when a murderer is forgiven by the parents of uh, of the person who was murdered. Just outright forgiven. It makes no sense. It's kingdom. It makes no sense. Right? We are forgiven for our sins. It makes no sense. Right? Everything I've ever done wrong and will do wrong was forgiven on the cross, as long as I accept it. And even if I don't, I get so much, so many blessings, it's ridiculous because I have a father who loves me. So, you have these injustices going on, uh, and you see the reaction of, of Jesus to this. So how, how does that tie into the, the slap-tastrophe of Will Smith? Well, what do you do next? Does Chris Rock turn the extra cheeks? No, he went on, and he continued the show, Right? Did Will Smith later on apologize? Absolutely. Did he uh, take responsibility and leave the the Oscar, uh, the Academy? Absolutely. Did the Academy overreact? Absolutely. Did people overreact and say they were offended by, by a slap to the face? Sure. Absolutely. So what do we do when we're slapped? Well, we offer the other cheek. Right? Do we respond in kind to violence? Well, that's a totally different topic uh, when it comes to being defense. We'll talk about that when we talk about war, right? But Parliament, listen to me here. The reactions that we should have and seek out are things that turn this world on its head, right? Even amongst each other, we need to act and react and proactively be different than the world. 
or the world's just going to point and go, you hypocrites. And I know it's hard, and I know we're working on it, and I know that that a church is a place of broken people, and I know mistakes are going to happen, and I know we need to take the consequences, fess up, and turn things on their head. Right, pastors? I mean, man, there is a lot of injustice even within the body, and I could just go over the list again. I mean, even recently. But reacting to injustice is something we are created to do because the Father doesn't like injustice. He's full of sadiq, faithfulness, justice. So, Parliament, what should we do? What should be the calling of this whole thing. Why even bring up the slap to the face? Well, I start to think about past injustices. What could you have done differently? Now's the chance, right? Be proactive. Think about things you would react to. Think of how you would change things. Think of, would you be more charitable? Would you walk away? Would you, you know, do something so crazy that that the ludicrousness of the situation is shown and the injustice is shown with it, right? And there's plenty of resources out there. I mean, there's whole books on on response by pacifists about this. There's responses by Christians about this. Um, as I started to research, there are a few books, not many, but it's a way of responding to the world that's different. And you're different Mark me, you're listening to me. That makes you different right there, Parliament. So, here's the challenge for the week. Go think. How would you respond differently to someone who might have insulted you or, uh, you know, insulted someone you loved? Or how could you respond to show the injustice and not respond in violence, right? But respond we don't let evil stand. We turn evil to good. Okay? Romans says we turn evil to good. And you have heard it said, an eye for an eye, and a tooth for a tooth. But as, you know, Gandhi learned from Jesus, the whole world would be blind. I mean, that's basically is the crux of Jesus fulfilling this teaching, right? Now, there is a time for protection. There's a time to, to stand up. And, and we can define that by, by that was what Will was doing. But this was also a moment of injustice towards his wife. And we have to look at it as a more complicated situation of, of what's going on. So have grace for him. Pray for him. And next time, Parliament... Beware a slap to the face. If you enjoyed the conversation, please hit the like and subscribe button and give us a rating. Also, if you'd like to see what's going on with more of the parliament, please visit gravitas.org. Also, intro music by Russ Budgen and exit music by Arnav 
Siravistab. Thanks again.